With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome. You can rob. And I'm your host, BMR. As always, I'm joined by the bearded one sex. If this is your first time here, please subscribe, give a thumbs up, hit the alert bell, and share with friends. You can find us on YouTube at Texas Front Porch. You can also find us on Odyssey Radio, iHeartRadio, and KPNL Radio. Also, wherever podcasts are found, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Spreaker. We are on Facebook at Texas Front Porch. You can also reach us by email at paracryptonencounters at gmail.com. Or by text at 972-559-0988. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube to Bigfoot Michigan Rob. If you enjoy our content and would like to support us, the Super Chat is always open. Or you can Venmo us at symbol sign at text 6717. Thank you. Hope you enjoy the show. Um, hello, everybody. And uh, also... For those of you listening to us, I'm going to bring up text here in a second. For those of you listening to us on iHeartRadio, those of you listening to us on uh, Odyssey Radio, you'll catch the first half of the show live. For the second half, you're going to have to subscribe on YouTube to Texas Front Porch, T-E-X, apostrophe S, Front Porch, or Bigfoot Michigan Rob, and uh, enjoy the second half. So with that, I'm going to bring up my co-host, there he is. We double-clicked each other. I told him I was going to handle the buttons. But, uh, Tex, if you want to fade out that music for me, I uh, I like that little jingle we got going. Hello to everybody in chat. Love to see you. Glad you're here. Tex, man, you know, usually you're on about a half hour early, you know, to do warm-up. Ruger, we've got a great show tonight with Ruger Ridge. We'll bring him up in a minute. So, Tex, yeah, I was yeah. a little... I was just wondering, man, if you know where you were, and I said, "Man, Tex is usually here." And did you have some late minute chores to do for Mrs. Tex? <laughs> I, uh, I wish I could say yes, um, but uh, I was a little uh, indisposed. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We don't want the details because you know we all have private lives. You know, just because we're live on YouTube and iHeartRadio and KPNL Radio, we don't want that. We don't want people hearing all the privates, right? I mean, you know, we have we have se- we have separate lives, separate lives. You don't need all the smelly. You don't need all the smelly. You know. Details. Well, there you go. You got it right there, alive. I'm brunch with Bigfoot Mission Rob, which Tex was doing his duty, his due diligence before he came on because. If you want to go ahead and bring up our guest text, so we got a great guest. And, you know, I got to I gotta refrain from saying, I'm always going to say we have a great show, Tex, because right. we do. We put out good quality content. But I have to admit, here's a guy that does a few shows, and I, I've admired him from a distance, and I've talked to him in other chat shows, and, and I have been trying to get him on for a while now. He's had some internet problems. He's way up in the Ozark Mountains. He's finally got everything together. And I'm privileged, man. I'm really humble. I can't wait for this. I know you are Texan. I can let you speak for yourself. But uh, Ruger, man, thank you for uh, for joining us on Brunch with Bigfoot Michigan Rob with my sidekick, Tex. Glad to be here, man. That was a good Yeah. I think you know. Rob has uh, been hitting the, 
the caffeine. I think he's been eating caffeine beans or ca- coffee you beans. Know, or you know, he, he is, he's just. I am charged up because I'm thinking that this this internet, my new system, is finally not going to crap out on me. <laughs> it's been a month. Yeah, I am a little bit geeked, and I am drinking a thousand percent caffeinated uh, Red Bull mixed with uh, Starbucks. So yeah, it's all Holy. natural. All natural though. There ain't nothing natural about Red Bull, brother. Let me tell you. That would stay down about three seconds, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm probably going to crash out. I'm going on a big sugar crash in about 20 minutes, probably. Yeah. But, yeah, so so thanks thanks for coming on. Thank you to everybody out in chat and listening. So, Ruger, you know, we've... Like I said, I, I've, I've, I was telling you earlier, man, I've seen you around for a long time. And I've, I, you know, I know you got a lot of stuff happening. And it, it's, man, I, I, I'm jealous. You know, <laughs> I, I would, uh, I, I'd, I'd, I'd give my left arm to have some of the activity you got going where you live, man, because. Be careful what you wish for. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm weird like that. You know, um, but uh, I, you know what, I'd be now. Let me rephrase that, guys. I, I would be okay if I had activity on my property if I didn't have kids or grandkids running around. That's you know, and I don't. Um, yeah, yeah. So, see, I'd be okay with that situation, but I, I gotta admit, man, I'd be kind of, I'd be kind of leery and kind of skittish if I had you know little kids running around. and I had that kind of activity on my property. I know yeah. a lot of people. That uh oh they won't hurt your kids blah 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 they'll protect your kid man I gotta tell you whether they whether whether you believe they are an ape of some kind or whether you believe they are an ancient kind of human or primitive kind of human they're unpredictable absolutely yeah you know? I don't trust them a bit I don't trust yeah. any of this yeah. yeah and you know too it's not like again I agree with you Texas like people like we're human beings now. We can't even trust. I mean, if we're, we're all friends, right? We can trust each other. These either, if there's other humans you can't trust, certainly. Oh, well, I don't yeah. care what you can't trust something that's. We don't even know what a hundred percent it is. We all have our theories, right? And uh, and sure, you can call them the friendly forest giants, but hey, and I never want to bring up my encounter. I try not to keep that out of our shows, but I had terrible ones. People have had terrible ones. The majority say they've been good ones, and and we'll leave it at that. But you know, um. Yeah, we're excited, Ruger, man. If you want to, did you, uh, why don't you walk us, take a walk back and down memory lane and how, how you thought you uh, you had something going on. Okay. Before I get started, I got a couple yeah. of shout outs. I got to say happy birthday to my biggest little fan. So happy birthday, Livy. That is Sharon Guy's granddaughter. And for whatever reason, she loves our channel. So... <laughs> And if a, and we'll be good if a twenty five pound cat don't come through my backdrop. So just a warning that could happen at any time. Okay, so what got me started? If we go back in from when we moved here and I was clueless, there was sign everywhere. This house we bought was located in town, and they picked it up and moved it to the country because of rezoning issues. And they just cut a notch out in the woods for the foundation to set this house on. And when we bought it in 07, there wasn't any yard. There were still bulldozing piles everywhere, you know. So we had to do all that work. Well, inspecting the property and just going around and checking out what I bought, I was finding bows everywhere. You know, little trees just bent over and pinned down. And I got asking one of the neighbors out here who's lived here all of her life, you know, give me some history on the property. And she said, well, have you found the old house place yet? And I said, no. She said, there's an old house up on the ridge that uh, burned. Here's the story I got. This old man and woman lived up there and the old woman passed away. And they said the old man didn't take it very well. And he wasn't real quick anyway, but he was do- started doing all sorts of strange stuff. Hmm. He got 
convinced we've got a pond and he got convinced that kids were coming in there and swimming in that pond at night. So he hired a guy to tear two ends of the pond bank out to drain the pond. Now I've got it to where it's holding water again, but he tore the pond dam down. Then he hired a bunch of high school kids to come out and cut wood for him. So they all come out here, I guess quite a few of them, and they started dropping trees, cutting firewood and stacking it. And he called the law saying that they was trespassing and they was destroying all of his trees. Well, shortly after that, the house burnt down and he went somewhere else. So when I got here, I was finding the aftermath. You know, the, the pond bank is tore out. I got all these bows and all these trees that are twisted and held down by half rotten firewood. You know, I mean, there was sign everywhere. When we started making yard and all these bulldozing piles around, I was finding a really nice flat rock. So I told my wife, I said, I'm going to start making some rock walls. So I started stacking flat rock and making some really nice walls. We was planting flowers around them and everything. Well, I ran out of rock. So what do I do? Jump in the pickup and I go to the ridge, cut me a road, go to the ridge, and I'm picking up all these flat rock. The whole time I did that, and we're talking like four months of pretty hard work to get this up to where it looked like something, you know. The whole time I'm up there, I'm hearing giggles, kids <laughs> laughing people talking and I put it all off and it sounded like a play school, a playground, you know, preschool, bitty mm -hmm. kids. And I just told the wife, I said, them boys up the road, I don't know what their deal is on spying on me, you know, and I put it off on them, but looking back, they was 13 and 15 at the time. You know, I just blew it off. I just, you know, I was clueless. So that brings us to 2018, November, 2018. And I'm scouting the woods for deer season. And I'm down there looking for tracks and scouting around, looking for rubs and scrapes and everything. And I find this log, and on, we had about a half inch of snow on it. And I find this log, and there's two places on this log where butt cheeks had melted the snow. And I'm like, what? You know, what is now, up? Now, now, you did say butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. Yeah, there was a individual human-like yes. sitting on the log melted the snow so i get up and i get looking at it and my first thought was somebody's casing the joint you know we're going to start having stuff come up missing and i get looking and there's a rock about that big on this log and i picked it up and there was crushed acorns underneath it hmm. so now i'm like who in the right mind is going to be out here in 30 degree weather watching the backs on my place crushing acorns. Right. You know? And I could tell you didn't where see, you didn't see any other tracks or anything like that? Just no, to... Nothing. Just where they had been sitting on that log. The only other thing I seen was where their feet was, had all the leaves and the snow separated in a place about the size of a wash tub, you know. Gotcha. But no, I didn't gotcha. see no tracks, nothing. Hadn't seen anything there. And, I, and I'm thinking, crazy neighbor. Right. You know? right. And I thought that for a while. <clears throat> so this place is, there, there's only one flat place on this land, and that's where the house is sitting because they leveled it. And there's a place down the woods I call Lester's Flat, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I'm in the backyard, and I'm building a basically a pad somewhere halfway level so I can work on my old truck. So I'm stacking flat rocks. We got flat, we got flat rocks for days, man. So I'm stacking flat rocks and concreting over them and everything else. And I've only told this story one time. And right behind me, I hear uh, a cough. Mm. My first thought was neighbor. Yeah. And that run all through me. And I had a 22 revolver on my hip and I yanked iron and I start putting bullets in trees. And I knew where it came from. I was shooting over here, over here, not here. And whoever this was went down through the woods just hauling. So I called my brother-in-law. I actually emptied the gun, reloaded, yelled at him some more, said some bad words. It was, it was pretty yeah. bad. Anyway, uh, I, I can't believe that. You wouldn't say no. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I have my moment. <laughs> so I called my brother-in-law, and we tracked this person off down over the hill to a dirt road. Still totally clueless. But when we got down to the dirt road, 
we just find it find ruffled up leaves here and some over here, you know, and but we was on the right trail going the right direction. We get right about to this dirt road and there's a barbed wire fence there and there's a foot at the barbed wire fence and nothing until the side of the road ditch and where they had landed, there was just gravel pushed off everywhere, you know, still I'm thinking, yeah, that's a neighbor, you know, totally clueless. So what size are these, what size are these prints you're, 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 you're following? Well, they was in the leaves, you know, so you could just see just where the leaves, yeah, just where they'd yeah. been ruffled up, you know, and, uh, but where it hit the bank on the road was huge, you know, yeah. like they, yeah. like me or you would land both feet, something right. like that, you know? So all this time I'm thinking people's messing with me. I'm the new guy out here in the country. I ain't been out here yeah. very long. They're chasing the joint, you know? Now we get to 2019, November 14th, 2019. I had a game camera set down below where my cabin is now. And by now I'm thinking we might have Bigfoot activity, you know, and I hid this camera in a pile of rocks about a week and a half before. So day before deer season, I'm ready to go tomorrow morning. And I thought, I better go get that camera. So 4.30 in the afternoon, I'm walking off off the hill, and I get right into the woods, and I jump about eight deer over here to my left in a little old meadow. They jumped up and run down the hill toward the bottom, and I thought, well, they'll pop out down here at the cabin. So I just walked down the road a little bit and stood next to this big old white oak, and the shadow was just like this. So I'm standing in the shadow of this white oak, and them deer never show. And I'm waiting, you know. They ought to come out right down here. And for whatever reason, something made me turn my head. And I looked. And when I looked, this Bigfoot just stepped out and walked across what I call the ridge road. And it, wow. was, just like, it was just like that, guys. It was just gone, you know. And my first words were, holy whatever, look at you. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's exactly what I said. So now I've still got to walk down the hill and get my camera, you know, because I'm really convinced that I got something on camera, you know. A really, a really quickly, Ruger, when uh, it walked across, did you, did it, was it a towering beast or was it pretty tall? Oh, what was you, what you estimate how big? It? At least minimum seven foot and probably yeah. four foot across the shoulders. Okay. Yeah. And this is in November. This is a weird deal here. This is in November. So there's no leaves on or nothing. But what I perceived was like from the waist up. Right. It was going yeah. away from me like yeah. 150 yeah. yards over on the next ridge, you know. So I got one arm swing and the whole back. And the hair is what really sticks in my mind. It looked like an 800-pound share was walking through the woods. It was just straight, black, shiny, looked mm. green, you know. So now I got to go get my camera. So I briskly walk down the hill, grab this camera out of this pile of rocks and come back to the house at a pretty fast truck. Throw the SD card in. And I set that rock, I set that camera up in a pile of rocks. And it wasn't 15 minutes that a big oak leaf went right in front of the lens. <laughs> and I had a week and a half of this oak leaf buffering in the wind in front of this camera. Didn't get nothing. So at that point, you know, at that point I was, I knew I was convinced. Yeah. Yeah. And of course the leaf happened to just precisely fall. Right inside, you know, I had this big pile of rock and the only thing sticking, you know, that you could see was the camera lens sticking out. Yeah. And this leaf went right in between them rocks, right in front of that camera to where it was just buffering. You know? Yeah. I bet I had, I hadn't hardly made it back to the house before that leaf was in front of that camera. Yeah. You know, what, uh, I don't know if I missed what color was this one, the, the one you saw. He was black. He was, black. It was black. I don't know so what it was, or whatever, but it was just shiny black, like jaguar, yeah. shiny, glossy black. So big and beautiful. What, yep. Was it, well, see, that's the same color that the first one I saw was in slick black coat. You know, right. Um, now, did you did this one have you, you can't you use the description as a share? 
you know, she has long, shiny black hair. Did this one have long hair? I mean, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It was just all down, all down off its head, which it didn't have any neck at all. It was just a hump yeah. on some yeah. four foot wide shoulders, you know, but it was just long, glossy, black groomed hair. And when yeah. it did the yeah. arm swing, the sun kind of glistened off where the bicep would be, you know, and I could tell it was black. Hey, was yeah. there hair covering the face? Ruger? I didn't see I didn't see the face. Oh. It was walking away from me. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it, it just stepped across. It come out of nowhere, basically, in like maybe a step and a half, come across that road and right behind a cedar tree and disappeared. Yeah, you say a step and a half. How wide was this road? A step and a half. It was uh roads wide yeah. enough to get my pickup up. We yeah. We're wow. talking twelve feet. Yeah, jeez. So you're talking yeah. about you know, five, six foot strides. So, right. And, that, and that's another thing. Somebody asked when, when you were tracking this thing, um, did, uh, how, how, what was the stride on, on, on the, on the impression? It varied. It varied. It varied. It varied. We'd see. Probably the, looking, it would probably hesitate in looking back at you to see if y'all were fine. I, I have no idea, you know, cause I was popping caps, you know, oh, and, yeah. and it yeah. off. And I said, "Be hold that thought, I'll reload. And I did. And come back out, popped off a couple more, right. and then heard more rustling. And then I called my brother-in-law and said, get out of here. I got prowlers, you know. Yeah. You, don't, you don't mess around with people out here in the sticks. Because, you know, the county sheriff, you can call them, and they might show up tomorrow afternoon at, if that right. right, right. I have called the, we're, we're so far out. I have actually called the sheriff for suspicious cars or whatever, and they never shut they just don't come yeah. out, you know, so it's one of them deals. But, yeah, it was <laughs> spotty. You could see where, you know, you might have two, three steps, yeah. and then there'd be nothing. And then, you know, I hear 10 feet, there'd be another scuff where the leaves is parted. Now, when we got yeah. to the fence, there was one right at the fence that was tore up pretty good, and then, you know, the imprint on the road did. Right. Yeah, you know, when when you trust me, when, you, when you're – tracking these critters the i've noticed that too that you know it's not a regular pattern you know and i think what it is um is they're so damn good anyway that you're just not able to find the damn track no you you, know? you sure can't find them here this and, this rock hillside is so hard right you, I mean, setting a post is a nightmare I mean, it's oh, just yeah. a rock hillside here in the Ozarks. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's just, it, it's it's hard to, you know. Now, that one that, uh, that second one that I saw that was standing, hugging the tree, watching the campsite, he had been using that area so much, or they had. I, I, I don't know if it was the same one all the time or not. But he had wore out bare spots in the forest floor, you know. But it was hard pack, you know. Right. So, um, you, you could see the trail that led off, you know, and, but the stride varied because he was purposely missing branches that were laying on the ground and stuff. Right. You know, right. Mm -hmm. Um, I, have, I, I think, I think they'll I take little, little leaps or take half steps. Right next to a limb. Yeah. But, uh, and I, I, you know, I don't know. The, these critters are so damn good at what they do that it, it's it's hard to track them. And I, I tell you what, we're damn lucky to have the three fellas that track for us in the field. They're they're three of the best I've ever seen in my life. You know, and Pop Singer, he's in the chat. He's one of them. Yeah, yeah. I want to say hey, I don't, in the chat too. By the way, I, I don't I want you here watching this. <laughs> I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I got to answer. I'll uh, ask you a question from Danny State, and he's one of our loyal subscribers, and he's, he's oh, always yeah. making comments. And I'm sure you know him. He wants to know how many of you seen. Again, I don't want to jump too far ahead. I want you to tell your tale. Uh, approximately how many Bigfoots have you seen uh, since from 2017 on up to well 2018 till now? Well, if I go back to when we moved out here. I think I've seen them four times. 
Now, since I've been aware, since I had my sighting, I've seen an, I've seen a, had another sighting after my first sighting, and it wasn't much of a sighting at all. I had put some jars and stuff out in the woods, and there's a whole big line of videos about that catastrophe. But anyway, I'm standing filming, and I turn around and I look way down in a bottom, and a cedar limb about, I don't know, six, seven feet off the ground. This cedar limb just comes down, and it was black in there, and then it come right straight up. I mean, it was purposely pulled down, stopped. And it didn't fly back up. It come up at the same speed. So I'm counting yeah. that as exciting. What else would do that? You know? Yeah, we, you know, it's one of the things that, that amazes me about them is, and we talk about it a lot, how they can be so still for so long that you'll mistake them for a damn tree. Right. You know, you know, with shadow play and all that kind of stuff. It, uh, especially, you know, especially if the sun's going down or it's dark or something like that, they'll take full advantage of that. that they they know what they're doing. Absolutely, they do. If they didn't, we'd have one by now. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, and I think we do. We just, you know, Joe Blows like us ain't aware of it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> if it was easy, I'd have one by now. <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you here now. Obviously, there's Bigfoot in the area, and you've seen one. And now, when you're out at night or during the daytime, do you, are you now actively looking? And another question too: Do you hear a lot of howls or whoops and stuff around your place at night, or is it just is it regular? Or how? It's have- rare. It's rare that I hear a whoop. I caught one last week, or not last week, a couple of days ago, uh, the twelfth, whenever that was. Uh, caught one, and it's rare to hear a whoop. Now, I get knocks all the time. I get grunts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I get growls. You know, I get grunted out that, or I call it a grunt or a bark, whatever. It's that. I get yeah. them all the time. You know, I mean, not every trip, but it's right. not uncommon to get one. But Knox, I've got one video called, I don't know, Knockathon. Knockathon and something. I make all these. I make all these cute names for my videos. Right. Yeah. I think I'm really clever, and then I can't remember them. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I get I get knocks all the time. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Now, now you were talking about when when you when you first had something happen. It was in November of 2017, right? No. No, when I found the butt cheeks on the log, it was 2018. And then okay. I didn't get sighting in 2019. Okay. And the sighting was in November of 2019, right? So about a year apart? Right, about a year apart. Both Deer season both times. Now, and- what I'm wondering, because well, I have a theory. I mean, I, you know, a lot of people talk about migration. A lot of people talk about this and that and everything else. Um. I think they have a territory that they wander through like a big cat does, you know, and I I think that's why, you know, months or weeks or whatever will separate the activity in certain locations as they're moving there at at a certain time, you know, Um, maybe that's what you were seeing then, you know, they were traveling, they were, they were, you know, the deer were moving through your place. Well, so were these critters. Well, he was definitely hunting. I mean, I, I'm convinced he was hunting. And when I stumbled off over the over the hill and spooked them deer and they run, I'm sure he was pretty disgusted with it. But the yeah. deal that always, the thing that really gets me is I'm deer hunting, man. Tomorrow's the open day. I'm waiting for this herd of deer to come out past my deer blind cabin. Yes. And they're not. And for whatever reason, 
I just turn and look at the rig. I have no idea why I did that. You know, why would I yeah. even look up there? You know, I, I, them deer ain't up there. They haven't covered that ground, but something made me turn and look up there and he just stepped out. So I think he wanted me to see him. And if he did something to, you know, get my attention or whatever subconsciously, then I, but I had no reason to look up there, man. I'm looking for eight deer. I just jumped, right. you know, a minute ago to come out in the bottom there, down there by Lester's flat. And they didn't. And I'm waiting and I turn for no reason, you know, and there he was. Wow. Well, if I yeah, it's real possible that he was sitting there watching you. And that, and that's what made you look over there. Well, know, yeah, could be. Could be. But I, I don't. I don't know. Of course, I. I would say it's I'm, I'm, probably gonna get, I'm probably going to get beat up on this, and that's okay. But I don't. I personally don't think that these physical critters that we're seeing have all these capabilities. I think it's something, some some other kind of thing going on. When you when you start delving into the whole, you know, paranormal side of it or supernatural side of it, um, I think that when when I don't know if if you they may pick somebody out, you know, that they like for some reason, you know, um, but I don't I don't think it's anything psychic or anything like yeah. that. You know, yeah. And I don't to know. me, you know, to me, in this case, seeing what I've seen and hearing what I've heard, I wouldn't doubt it. When I and first started this, when I saw that, when I first saw him, by the time I got back to the house and sat down and I seen my SD card was nothing but leaves, right. I got mad from the floor up. Yeah. And I had it in my head, I'm going to kill one of these things and drag it to the house. You know, he has ruined my life. No more hunting. No more playing around the woods. None of that. You know, I got his number. And six months, guys, I wandered these woods with a Mossberg pump and over 100 rounds of slug and buckshot, and I was going to drag one to the house. Yeah. Right up until the point I realized I was wasting my time. Yeah. And, you know, during, and during that time, the things that I've heard, things I've caught on film, we know enough about these things to be clueless. Yep. We don't know what they can do, what they can't. We don't know what is attached to them or attracted to them or what uses them for other means. We don't know. Yeah. I'll tell you, you what, know, I know yeah. I've seen something that looks like a Bigfoot. Yeah. You know, I, I think they have different energies and abilities, I think, but when we're talking about how you just happen to look to the ridge, I don't think there was any communication to you at that time or anything psychic. Cause you know, a lot of times how you're walking in a mall or maybe you're walking in a store, you ever get that feeling that someone's like looking at you and you turn sure. around and sure enough, sure. this sounds like that's what's what happened in this instance. You, didn't I it. you know, and I, yeah, and I don't <laughs> discount that it could have been something I do think that there's a different energy, right? They get on a, on a frequency. I've heard that so many times Years ago, not not so many years ago, I wasn't a big believer in that. But now I do believe that in the, these different frequencies, these different energies they emit, I think that does greatly affect what we're seeing or hearing in the woods. You know, I, I the leaves covering up your your trail cam that was not coincidence. No, Something no, made that happen. Absolutely, and a lot of what is considered woo is just the fact that we don't understand it. Yeah. And it may not actually be them physically doing it to us, but it may be an energy that affects us in a way that that's how it's perceived on our end. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, you can walk it, you can walk into an old house and get a feeling right off the bat. That ain't nothing but energy. You know, where's that coming from? Why do we feel it the way we do? We don't know. It's just yeah. the way we react to different inputs you know yeah it, it can get pretty sketchy out there because <laughs> it's like you said man i don't know why or what is 
attracted to these critters or, or vice versa or what, but I know there's other stuff out there with them. Oh, yeah. Around them. I don't know why, and I don't know exactly what it is. I have my theories, but that's about all I've got to work on. Me too. You know, Me too. Because, you know, the, the stuff that I've caught on audio, I, I can't freaking explain that crap. You know, it's like you're getting growled at. You don't you don't hear it until, you, you know, you play it back, and you never heard it when you was out there. And, exactly. you know, just all kinds of stuff like that. It's just – but I just – now getting whooped at and screamed at, I love, you know, um, but I'll tell you, man, when you, when you get screamed at, that puts in chills down your spine, man. You don't have to, you don't have to talk about being screamed at text. You know that <laughs> my, you know, for those who know my account, that was a scream, a yell, a screech. And, you know, I was not happy to see Bigfoot at that time. Was right. not, you know, and, uh, you know, um, Ruger, why do you think is we're talking about energies, frequencies? We bring that up a lot now in the last maybe few months. Why do you think it like certain people? You could be a researcher and a legitimate researcher forty years, never even seen a Bigfoot. You might have seen a, a track, right? Maybe right. a a broke, maybe a, a broken limbs or an uprooted tree. Some people never see them. Now it seems to me a lot of the people that have their first encounter, they. They, they have multiple. You've had four. Now, I've only had one, but I've had other weird things I've seen since then, right? And um, why do you think that is? You th I think I think it has to do with the connection. And I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying they that they're marking you. People use that term, but I think everyone's on a different level. It's a different frequency. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. I I agree totally. A lot of people who have Bigfoot activity, and I, I'm not included in this. Have also seen ghosts, UFOs, whatever. You know, it's all. It's. I think it's an openness. I mean, I don't right. know. I mean, I'm clear anything for fact, but I. I think it's just an an awareness or an openness. You know. I, I think I think you hit it on. I think you hit the nail on the head there, Ruger, because I think once you see something, and it, I don't think it really matters. Let's call it the big three you know, a spirit, a UFO, or, or a cryptid. I think when you have one of those encounters, I think it's just like you said, it opens you up to the possibility that other stuff's out there and makes you more aware of it and you notice it. Right. You know, um, as far as the, the paranormal side of it, I think that's what the UFOs and Bigfoot are cryptids anyway, because you, you're kind of on the lookout for it, you know, but as far as the spiritual side or spiritual or, or paranormal side of it, I think that that kind of opens up your mind to the possibility. And that may be why people will start having, you know, these, these other encounters, these other experiences, because like you said, it's an openness because I mean, let's look at it. I mean, let's be honest. Most of us walk around, with our head up our butt so much in our own little bubble that we, we wouldn't, hell, we wouldn't, how many, how many times have you seen people walk into a damn sign or a wall? I mean, yeah. come on, yeah. you know, I've been out in the field with people that are, yeah, I've been out in the field with people, but even if you don't have your damn phone, I've seen people walk straight into a damn tree. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they just, just, just not guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you either, you, you know, my, my, my daddy, you know, he taught me when I was walking around, you couldn't keep your eyes on the ground all the time. You had to keep your head on the swivel. Right. You know, but you got down here in this country, you better be, you better be watching the ground. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, I know one time when I was young, I was probably 14 at the time. I was out doing some, you know, just, just general hunting, you know, wasn't hunting for nothing. I had my little 410 with me and, uh, hell, I, I damn near stepped on a rabbit, you know, and just damn near took my foot off of my gun, <laughs> yeah. you know? 
but and as and as hyper aware as, as we want to think we are, <laughs> we're really not. No, we're not. You know, um, even if you've had experience and you are yeah. open to it, most of the time when something happens, your mind is somewhere else. Yeah, you know, even people who are tuned in or whatever you want to have, yeah. whatever crazy. Yeah. Most of the time, just going about your normal day and all of a sudden, whoop, oh, wow, what was that? You know, yeah. it's not like everybody is constantly waiting for something to pop up. It just happens, you know. Well, and I'll tell you, when when when, I, when, I, when I've been out in the field and we, we do these, uh, these pretty long, you know, uh, trips, for like a week. Um, when I get done, I'm so damn exhausted because because you've got your guard up for the whole damn time, and you you are consciously trying to make yourself hyper vigilant and, right. and you know aware of your surroundings because we're not used to doing it. It'll wear your ass out. Yeah, I call yeah. that full full scan mode. Yeah, <laughs> you are up there, and buddy, you're on. Yeah, because even when you're, now, I'll tell you, when I sleep in the house, I'll tell you how I'll tell you how hard I sleep. We lived in this one place, and we had CareFlight land in our backyard. Basically, <laughs> it was the lot next to us or behind us, and they land. It was a uh, you know empty lot, and they landed CareFlight, and and I and our house, our bedroom was in the back of the house, and I slept right through it. My wife woke me up. Yeah, I don't yeah. sleep. No. And but when I'm out, but when I'm out camping or Bigfoot hunting, however you want to look at it, it's like that story I told the last time I was out and the last night I was out. Footsteps woke me up beside my tent. Mm-hmm. You know, so you are not. You know, when when you you turn your awareness level up to ten when you're out there, you know, you you're not really. I don't think you're really sleeping that that well. Not that heavy. We're just not used to. We're not used to doing that. You know, you do that in the mil- When I was in the military, you had to. You know, people. A lot of people refer to it as sleeping with one eye open. You know. Been there, done so, that. You know, it's, I, I can't. You know, nowadays. I, yeah, that stuff of where mentally and. and you know where you're at, where you out, because I don't think you're getting the, the quality of sleep that you should. And then during the day, you're, you know, you got your head on the swivel. You're always looking, you know, especially when I've got other people out with me. I'm watching out for them. I don't. I'm. I'm not worried about filming anything. I'm not worried about catching anything. I'm more worried about the people that's with me, because I. Well, that's my responsibility. So. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't consider me being hyper aware all the time because the tree line, the tree line is 50 yards from my bedroom. Right. And the cabin is 125 in the yard. I mean, you know, from the yard to the cabin's 125 yards. So this is all in my backyard. Oh, yeah. So when I hey, wood, I'm just strolling, you know. Hey, Ruger, I was going to ask you too. I, how, how many acres you sit? I mean, how big is your, like, your, your property? Uh, it ain't that big. <laughs> okay, well, big. And, I and, re- I have, and I have access to some other property besides my own. Okay, well, then I'm going to refrain this a little bit because it really doesn't matter that it's yours or wherever you, you go. Right. Now, Tex and I, well, Tex for sure, when it comes to structures, eh, you know, take it or leave it. You don't, I won't speak for Tex, but myself, you know, when I'm looking for a structure or something, these little things find that anybody could make, I get it. But have you seen anything uprooted? I mean, any giant X's or anything that would say, now, wait a minute, there's no way a human could have made that. Because there's a lot of things that we see. There could be uh, tree fall or whatever. It might form something that looks like it was made when it was just uh, Mother Nature. But have you seen anything that maybe, you know what? Something might have built something out here. Anything like that out there? Used to see it all the time. The six months or whatever that I was hunting them, basically, for what I was doing, we had, I had one big X 
that obviously had been there a while. And when I say big, eight foot tall, we're not talking Colorado X's, you know. Right. Uh, and it fell down and actually got put back up. But yeah, in my earlier videos, there's we had we've got X's. I had what I called a hunting blind. We had there's two old rotten trees up there in the woods, and you can just squeeze through them. And when I first found it, it was just round, piled up brush, locusts and oak and everything else all piled up in a circle and then just out that circle was a big game trail what i call the main game trail and i just walked in there between them trees and i was like this is cool you know somebody built this you know it wasn't four or five months later it was gone it was taken down and it was lined up in a straight line right down that game trail and it, and this whole brush was just laid out and it stayed that way for about a year. And then every bit of it was gone. It was just picked up and taken on. And I keep waiting for them to build it back. And they have put some stuff back where it used to be, but nothing like it was at that time. But yeah, I've seen structures be built. You know, I hadn't seen them be built. Let's be specific here. I've seen that they were newly built and then they just disappear. They're just taking down the brush and everything is gone. Like it was not even there. You think when, they built when I first started this, I walked up on what I called a playpen. Yeah. And this was, it was built out of brush right next to two briar patches on each side. And it was about waist high and it was perfectly square. If me or you went to build a playpen, this is what we would build. And I would check it for tracks and any activity. I never did find nothing around it, but it was woven and pretty solid. And we went up there one day and it was just gone. The whole thing just gone. What do you yeah, think? Do you think they're using that to mark the territory? I mean, they're taking it up, they're taking it down and moving on somewhere else. Or what do you think? No idea. I mean, I'm clueless. Yeah. You know, you got the whole woods. There's stuff laying everywhere. Yeah. Why would, why do you want this? One? Right. Now, what is it about this bunch of you know limbs that you love so much that you're going to pack it up plumb out of the country you know yeah. <laughs> that playpen was cool but i didn't i don't think i got that on video and i found a bed one time not far from that playpen and then the electric company come through and cleared the right away and took it all away come in here with a dozer and some bush hogs and a grinding machine and took us slice right out of my research area the width of a eye line so you know when you talk about structures he you know it takes a lot for me to go okay that that's something you know but when i when we went to uh the uh conference over in Mineola, texas over and they had a camp out out under at the state park it, uh, I went, <laughs> we was, uh, I went to visit the campsite out there and, uh, it's kind of funny. I, I asked old Randy, I said, Hey, you got a light? And he gave me a, he gave me a light. And when we was all standing around there talking, I just kind of took off by myself <laughs> in the woods. I heard somebody behind me go, is he going out there by himself? And yeah, that's what he does, you know. <laughs> so I went out there and I, I got off trail and I just pretty much just ran smack into this thing. And it was a, it was a weed, but it was very, very intricate. You know, I mean, they were wrapped around each other, you know, and, you know, brought over and wrapped around each other and then wrapped around where they would stay and, it, it was purposely done. I find and, little, I find little things like that. Yeah, and this thing was probably about. It was high. It was about eye level, mm -hmm. and I think, I think what that is, I think that's juveniles just copying mom and daddy. Yeah, you know, learning what they do and stuff. Um, or just play it. I, I think a lot of this is just innocent play. Right. You know, 
what you know, kid, little kids, they'll play with building blocks and build all kinds of crazy stuff or Legos or whatever. Or my day was Lincoln Logs, but it. Uh, I think we're seeing this. I think a lot of these things they don't have a damn meaning. It's just they're just messing around. Maybe it's you know, and maybe maybe it's maybe it's their their artwork. You know, well, I've heard I, I've heard reports of you know little. They'll they'll see a structure or they'll they'll see a place where they've had activity and stuff, and they'll have little you know stuff drawn in the dirt. You know, I, I, a lot of this stuff I don't think has any meaning whatsoever. Now these bigger, you know, structures, and it, what's weird is like you said they they you know they'll be there they'll be taken down they'll be put back up, you know the and the these logs that weigh a couple of three, four hundred pounds or more are just gone. Right. And then they're back. You know? Yeah. I think that may have some meaning. Maybe they're claiming that place for, you know, but we, like you said, it's all speculation. We don't know. We don't know. But I think a, probably the lion's share of it don't have any meaning at all. You know? Whenever, whenever I found the area that had all the X's and all of them are gone except for one, I think maybe two, but there was just X's everywhere. And we also found this bone pile. Now this bone pile, everybody says, well, bones won't lay out in the woods very long. They get eat up by rodents on and on and on. And that is true. But I have a bone pile of great big, massive bones with no heads and no hooves. Mm -hmm. I think, it's cattle and horses. But guys, when we found this, we just, there was like a hip bone, pelvis, just sticking up out of the leaves. And I seen the white and walked over there and we uncovered it. And there was three rib cages that had been on the ground so long that the grass had grown over them. Mm -hmm. Whenever I pulled them up, I pulled off up a wad of grass, but no heads and no feet. But getting back to the structures in that same area, there was a forked tree about, I don't know, two foot off the ground, two and a half, three foot off the ground. Hey, Ruger, let, yeah. hey, Ruger, let me jump in here real quick because we got to take the break and say, oh, cool. you know, say you see, see you later to our uh, iHeart and and Odyssey radio listeners and everything. Yep. But, uh, I, you know, we'll get back into the structures because it's a fascinating conversation, even though I don't pay a lot of attention to them. But. Absolutely. When, when they're like this, they 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 do get fascinating. Absolutely. And, uh, the only and I do want to for this show. And everybody listening on iHeartRadio and on um, Odyssey Radio, subscribe to Texas Front Porch. You get the second half or Bigfoot Mystery Rob. It'll be a great show, great second half. Continue the discussion with Ruger Ridge from the Ozarks. We'll be back after this quick five minute commercial break. <laughs> Prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. 